Hello and welcome to K-Botak, a short podcast about Korean cinema and K-dramas with me, John. This episode, we're going to be talking about The Medium. The Medium, or Rangzong, is a Thai-language horror movie set in the mountains of Thailand, directed by renowned Thai director Banjong Pisantanakun. Why am I talking about this on my career-focused entertainment podcast? Well, this is actually a Thai South Korean film, a collaboration between Banjong and genius auteur Na Hong Jin, who directed The Incredible The Wailing. In fact, South Korean cinema has pretty much claimed this as its own. I'm not sure how uh, the funding worked, but with a brief glance at Wikipedia, the film was adjudged as the best feature film at the 25th Puchon International Fantastic Film Festival and was awarded with the Puchon Choice Award for the best film. On the box office front, as per Korean Film Council data, it is ranked 15th among all the films released in the year 2021 in South Korea, with a gross of uh, 7.35 million US dollars uh, and 831,000 admissions as of 26 September 2021. It is the sixth highest grossing Korean film of 2021. So there you have it. Uh, Korean film, uh, I'm allowed to talk about it. Frankly, any excuse to talk about this film, uh, it is amazing. So Na Hong Jin actually created the story for this as well, and many of the themes shamans, rural communities beset by curses and terrors are shared. Like The Wailing, it is a deeply atmospheric, gory and lengthy horror piece with a cohesive and well-thought-out story. Uh, Good acting, largely by people who you might not have heard of, they aren't what you would consider megastars, some of whom are only seen in this according to Letterboxd. Um, For my money, the medium is far scarier uh, than The Wailing. Uh, even if the wailing is maybe a hair more narratively engaging, but it's not a comparison either, uh, even worth making. This is a worthy follow-up if you think of this as the kind of next thing that Na Hong Jin has done. Um, and as someone who has watched uh, Ban Jong's films for years and years, uh, I think this is probably the best thing he's ever done. So uh, on the cast, you've got, uh, and I'm going to, probably pronounce some of these names quite badly, um, but just because of my sort of uh, ineptitude and lack of familiarity, I I don't want to not give a shout out to what I think are a really strong lineup of of performers. Um, Narilya Gulmonkolpech as Mink, Sawani Utuma as Nim, uh, who is Mink's aunt and a shaman, Sirani Yankitakan as Noi, which is Nim's older sister and Mink's mum. Uh, Yasaka Chaisom as Manit, which is Nim's older brother and Mink's uncle, and Punsong Nakpu as Santi, uh, which is a shaman that Nim knows. So first a bit about Thai horror. Um, I go way back with it. I saw Shutter in 2007 and was terrified. It was a really formative film for me as it showed me that horror is scariest and most effective, most chilling when there is real human cruelty and tragedy at its heart. In some ways I've considered Shutter a benchmark, um, even though on a rewatch with friends a couple of years back it didn't have the same fear for me. The infamous ending reveal is still mortifying though, to be fair. If you haven't seen Shutter, do check it out. I think even after all these years, if we've moved past some of the uh, tropes that it trades in for its spooks, uh, the story itself is still very good very sad, and we'll get to you. 
Went on to see Alone, also directed by Banjong, uh, both Phobias, which he was involved in, the Phobia and Phobia 2, which for some reason was spelt differently. Those two films were Thai horror anthologies. They were great fun. I haven't kept up with Banjong's forays into romance and horror comedy, although P. Mutt looks great. Like I say, though, this, this is the best thing he's done that I've seen, and it's the best film of 2021, in my opinion. In fact, saw it on the last day of 2021. It got added to Netflix on the 31st. Um, I slapped it straight on and it went straight up to the top of my uh, list uh, that I was maintaining on Letterboxd, uh, thereby invalidating my podcast that I'd done on uh, top films of the year. Um, But uh, here we go. This is a chat just about the medium. So in this story... Nim is a shaman for Bayan, a local mountain spirit or god who has possessed women in her family for generations. Nim is the shaman because her sister Noi, although originally chosen, refused the possession and believes she has found a way out of it by converting to Christianity. I say believes. Currently Mink, Noi's daughter, is beginning to show the early signs of possession by Bayan, which is causing great distress for her mother. We see Mink is a lively and happy young woman. Um, She's initially totally dismissive and even mocking of the entire affair. She sort of laughs it off as she is interviewed at her job as a recruitment agent. And it takes time to kind of establish uh, what is going on in Mink's life at the time and slowly peels back the layers of, uh, of who she is as a person. And we even see as the movie goes on that actually... Uh, some of what we see of her uh, is kind of a persona that she's constructed. Um, there's some there, there's some strange secrets about her just as uh, just as a person. And uh, while there are some spooky moments and so on in the early going, all the shit really hits the fan when Noi goes to have a, a random acceptance ceremony. This is because Mink has been showing signs of schizophrenia, multiple personalities. She's been fired from her job um, because the boss has uh, seen on the camera that she's been having sex with multiple men all all over the office. Um, She has randomly assaulted uh, various people um, that she's seen uh, on buses or just out in public. She seems to be different people all the time. Um, And so uh, Noi goes to Nim. Uh, Nim is uh, reluctant. And so Noi just goes to have this acceptance ceremony. Um, But she doesn't really, because she has left behind this part of uh, her beliefs, her cultures, um, and and sort of her, you know, her family tradition, uh, she doesn't really know enough. And uh, she creates a a far worse problem, uh, they think, um, by going to just any acceptance ceremony for the god to take host in Mink. This is when the film's main possession story really gets going and things get weird, very grim, and I think pretty scary, pretty quickly. The film is shot as a mockumentary, but in a very non-intrusive way. It's not found footage like REC, for example, one of the the good examples of that, or famously The Blair Witch. It's more like The Office, um, where you're able to concentrate purely on the story and the characters. Um, although there is sparing and clever use of some camera footage later on, which provides some of the more horrifying scenes that you're going to see. The movie takes the form of a really deliberately paced narrative, um, a la The Wailing, much in the same way if uh, horror for you is, is about more than creatures and jump scares and spooks. 
um, then this has atmosphere in spades and it builds that up whilst telling I think a really compelling story about uh, this core cast of characters it takes time to dwell on all of these key players and I think um, particularly uh, Mink Noy and Nim are really really well portrayed by um, the respective actors uh, I think Nim is one of the best characters on screen last year uh, just in general this um, middle-aged woman who's a, a stoic traditionalist um, she has taken this job of uh, shaman very seriously she's long ignored most of her family for what she considers to be a duty she truly and genuinely seems to uh, to love Bayan and uh, serving Bayan um, and she wrestles with what is happening with Mink and what uh, Nim really thinks and uh, what what her part in uh, in it uh, is uh, I think is one of the main kind of if not mysteries then one of the plot threads that is is most gripping throughout the movie Mink's performance uh, by Nerilia is absolutely sensational the way she goes from like say what you uh, initially see as this very ordinary very happy young woman to uh, this demonic possession uh she is able to become truly scary she i don't think they're using a lot of like you know they're not using prosthetics or anything like the exorcist or uh, or, or anything wacky like that it's mostly done through just a little bit of makeup um that kind of foundation type stuff and, and coloring that they can pat on to make her look pale and wan but it's really done through the the performance and uh it, it's amazingly well done she's really scary um and uh, she really gets to you so um uh, i think that's fantastic by uh, by this actor to be able to portray all those all those different aspects um she's one of the people who doesn't seem to have been in anything else so a great find there um, by ban jong and uh, and nahong jin i don't want to spoil much other than the kind of bare bones that i've given of the plot because i think this is a truly engaging story it's uh, going to really bounce along for you um, what i will say it is incredibly atmospheric it makes brilliant use of the mountains and small town Thailand, uh, these wooded and dark nighttime scenes. Uh, Na and Banjong are both in their element, and I think their love for their craft comes through so strongly. Uh, you can really tell that they put everything into making this once in a lifetime kind of transnational cinematic collaboration, absolutely everything it could be, and it's a five star result. Um, you don't get these kind of collabs along every day, and for this one to have had so much hard work go into it to be so original and something that only these two men could make by coming together I feel um, really just an absolute treat the final half an hour again without spo spoiling anything is just completely insane but brilliant absolute mayhem and, and wall-to-wall -wall pure horror uh, that just explores every aspect of the key theme in, in each way you'd expect and then a lot more um, some of which will make you just happy to be a fan of this genre for how brilliantly it's put together um, others of which will have you watching between your fingers or recoiling from your screen and in something else that's becoming a bit of a, a hallmark or a signature for Na Hong Jin uh, this isn't dealing in only one trope um, it's not just one kind of demon or thing that provides the scares he likes to throw in a lot of different um, kind of if not creatures then ideas that are common to horror like how in the wailing he's got possessions and zombies and all sorts of stuff going on at the same time a little bit the same here um so uh really unexpected which is something that can be rare um sometimes with uh with horror it can sometimes come across as quite uh 
uh, quite conventional. Um, when you see a possession movie, you think it's just going to be that. Uh, I think this uh, gave lots of surprises. Yeah, what what a good thing that international cinema is in a position where this can exist. Just established veteran directors from Thailand and South Korea coming together to create this absolute banger of a movie. Um, I mean, if you like horror, this is a must-watch. I think that's that's all. That would be my one-line review. Um, if you have ever enjoyed a horror movie, um, you've got to watch this. Definitely if you like uh, Thai horror, if you like Shutter, um, if you like The Wailing, I'd imagine you've probably already seen it. Um, so, best film of 2021, The Medium. You can follow this show on at kbotakpod, that's K-B-O-T-A-K-P-O-D, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, retweets and shares are much appreciated. Best of all, if you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Uh, you can now also rate podcasts on Spotify. Just click through, go to the little three dots, and you should be able to rate it if that is the platform where you listen to the show. So uh, that would be uh, really kind as well if uh, if you could do that. Um, thanks for listening. Cheers. <laughs>